It's time. The most listened to show on Sirius XM. The show that will change radio forever. The show that everyone will be talking about. The show starring the most interesting man in the business. Is not this show. This show is Mike Babchik and his friends wrapping up the week on Mad Dog Sports Radio through the mind of one sick, vile, deranged human being, and that's being kind. The week is over, and this is Mike Babchik's Morning After. Morning after. And now, here is everyone's Morning After Regret, Mike Babchik. Okay, terrific, and welcome to Mike Babchick's Morning After, where we listen back to Mad Dog Sports Radio's best commentary of the week, all the gold on the biggest stories in sports and entertainment as Morning After continues to not take over the world. The buzz has been non-existent. The show critically crapped on the show that is still here for now, so you let forever. me... Oh, maybe. It's really? Forever. Wow. As long as, you, as long as you have a contract. We well, then, the well, then it's right? for now, so you let me, the lovable loser from Morning Man, the guy you know, and... Uh, no. Guide you through the week that was at Channel 82 as you've been guzzling down all the programming and you're a little hungover on this early morning, but I have the perfect cure for you. It's not more cowbell. Say it with me, my friends. Let's see if Brittany will chant. It's more clips, less clips, more clips, clip a palooza. More talk. You're going to have to chant next week as we're joined no, by my no. friends. I oh, stand yeah. strong with Brittany. No chanting. Well, I, it's a part of the gig. It's in the fine print. Listen, as the calendar flips to September, we start our year. No chanting going forward. It's Let's go. The, it's the season. Uh, there's Eddie Erickson, the producer of Mad Dog Unleashed. Forever. For eternity. <laughs> For and eternity then plus one. And then there's Brittany Smith. I got your last name right, right? That yeah, was good. And no, that's pretty it's, good. It's, it's so difficult. That's you know, pretty so good. It's pretty, <laughs> pretty good. Up. The producer of uh, Morning Men and Morning After, of course, for now. Don't forget to download, subscribe, and follow Babchick's Morning After anywhere you get your podcast. That's right. Anywhere, Eddie. Anywhere. Anywhere. Even when anywhere. you're being drug tested for having fun. You know what? <laughs> I'm glad you went there because, you know, there was a story this week about the uh, the Finnish. Well, we Finnish? Where do we get all our news from? The Finnish Post? No, the New York Post? Yes, of course. The New York Post. Yeah, a great story in the New York Post that you sent me about the uh, the Finland prime minister who's, she's young. I think she's 32 years old. If 36. I, 36 At years you old. Were, you were close, though. Pretty close. I'm not a big detail guy, but she's 36 no, no. years old. And so she's going out and partying on the weekends, and a big video comes out of the prime minister. Can you imagine like, Joe Biden in a club? And he's just rocking out. Like, yeah, hey, let's go, baby. He's listening to techno music. This is a little too loud for me. But yeah, then, of course, all her political rivals and her opponents were like, you know what? She's a drunk. She's a druggie. She should take a drug test. Because she was out partying, and she's like, sure, I will. And she passed. No, she's a 36-year-old woman in the prime of her life, a very attractive young lady out having a good time. That's it. Yeah, that's all it was, right? And she passes the test. Can you imagine if, like, you know, all the pictures, these weird things of me, like, in a robe and stuff, walking around my shirt off, you know, with who knows what. Can you imagine how many times, like, Steve Torrey, if he was going under the Finnish policy? Well, that was the first thing I thought. I could be finished. It was the first thing I thought of. Listen, you live in my my subconscious, so anytime I see something, I immediately relate it to you and our situation here at... uh, the great Mad Dog Sports Radio yes. and our, our incredible leadership. Mm-hmm. And I just thought of <laughs> I just thought of Steve opening the flipping through his little Twitter feed. Loves his Twitter. And oh, oh it's Babchuck again. 
Oh boy. Maybe we need maybe we should get him drug yeah. tested. Oh boy. I mean is that something we could a, do? He's running around in a thong, stuffed yeah. clearly. Uh, obviously, I could see why we would uh, test him, but <laughs> well, I could also can be. then again <laughs> maybe, maybe we, we shouldn't. I'm really surprised they <laughs> haven't drug tested you yet, honestly. Well, you know, in radio, I mean, I think, you know, uh, for all of us, I I think it's a it's a good thing. Imagine we were safe bastion. Yeah, drug right. Tests. Yeah, you're right about that. This radio is the, and kitchens basically. Kitchens. Yeah, chefs. The kitchen world and the radio world, the, the media, I mean, I think they're the last two that's going to be like, all right, uh, we're going to have to do some drug tests because you'd lose 60% of your staff. Everyone. You know, everyone would be gone. When I got hired at Sirius XM, they did an extensive background check, but no drug test. Yes, which is key. <laughs> and if they if they did that, we'd all be out. Evan Cohen would still be here, but we'd all be out. He wouldn't be able to go to a restaurant because there would be nothing to serve. I expected the Finnish prime minister to be blonde, but I guess that would have been like the Swedish prime minister, right? Yeah. I just I always associate yes. it's one big area. I, I have no idea. You just to think of like blonde woman on a hill singing. That's it. That's it. It's it's like the hills the are with, alive. The hills are alive. It's a gone with the wind. You just or, 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 or the sound of music. Or the, or sound, or the of sound of music. Or gone the with music. the wind. Well, wasn't it windy? Wasn't it windy up there? <laughs> but they're just dancing with large instruments and like a horn. Large instruments. I actually picture Ricola commercial That's when it. I think you about that. Said, oh, you just said it. it. You just said it. But I had actually bigger breaking news this week. Forget the, oh. the Finnish prime minister. Yeah, this was odd. So our water bill is usually like 30 bucks a month. Mm. It's cheap. It's nothing. I got a water bill this month. It's $500. I, I said, what that? We don't water. First of all, we do not water our grass here. It's burnt to a crisp. I don't even care. Me too. I don't care. I let the lawn go. It always bounces back. I come to find out. We've given my kids. I have two boys, 14 and 16. They drink a ton, a ton of water. It turns out they are not using the water bottles I've supplied them. They are actually drinking from my sink. Oh, my gallons gosh. Gallons upon gallons of sink water. Yeah. You know what? They're real men. It was startling. Uh, they are no. This startling. is this tells you something. We had a story this week. You're oh, like, you're like Dwayne Wade. You're like you're like Kim Kardashian. You're like Chloe Kardashian. Oh, I don't know which other Kardashians are involved. You're like Kevin Hart. California has a drought right now, and it turns out that these people are using 150 percent of their water. Wade and Gabrielle Union, who I saw a nice little video of Dwayne Wade and the Ericsons. and the Ericsons. The Ericsons are right underneath Kevin Hart. Correct. And right before um, Courtney Kardashian, I saw the Ericsons. It turns out it's the tap water. Yeah, so that's not the because theory. of our pool. No, not our pool, not our vast lawns and gardens and all that good stuff. No, 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 no. My kids are drinking copious amounts of water from the sink. Wow. And I, I can't keep up with them. <laughs> Eddie. Uh, it's funny that you say that. Interesting coincidence. Because on Morning Men this week with Evan Cohen, Mike Babchick, and Willie Colon, before we got to Kevin Durant staying with the Nets, the Yankees beating the Mets in the Subway Series, and Tom Brady on the Masked Singer, perhaps, we got to Watergate in California. Mike had down the Wades and the Kardashians are wasting water. All of a sudden you care about this? Well, what's what's this story, Mr. Environmentalist over here? There's a story in California, there's a drought right now, and so there's restrictions on how much water you can use. So they looked into it, it's public record, and a bunch of celebrities are using 150% of their monthly water allowance. So they're going way past 100. Those people were at the top of the list. Number 1, Dwayne Wade. Damn. And his wife, Gabrielle Union. Union is the correct way to say it. <laughs> uh, so they use more than 90,000 gallons, which is way more than you're supposed to use, okay? So they're number one. And number two and three are the Kardashians. You got Kim and um, the other one. Well, doesn't that tell you, like, 
they're healthy? Like, isn't they? They no. probably don't drink other things other than water. That that Evan, that was the dumbest statement you <laughs> ever made. You think Kim Kardashian's drinking sink water? Oh my! So what God. are they doing it for? Their pool? Your thing? They're giant pools. They got uh, a water park in their backyard. Oops. My you bad. They were healthy. My bad. You think Kim Kardashian goes up to the sink <laughs> and it's like, all right, let me pour myself a glass of tap water? Tap water's underrated. Oh I'd like God. to make that statement. Yeah, for real people. One of the true tests. We've had celebrities in here. What do I always ask them? Do you drink tap water? How do you take your water? And you know what? The guy from American Pie. Jason Biggs. He actually said it. He goes, I don't drink from the water gotta bottle. Be honest. I drink from the sink. Got to be honest. That was the Really dumb statement by me. Because be they're healthy. I thought they, were, they, I thought they, they meant they were drinking it. Yeah, it wasn't great. <laughs> oh, my God. They literally have Action Park in their backyard. That's why. They well, have then why don't pools. they put rules in California about building pools? Dwayne Wade came out. I guess they put out a statement that said, we're looking into it. There was what a they leak. they do, shrink their pool? They said there was a leak. I bet it's the like pool. the landscaping, too. They probably have these like crazy like gardens. Like so then they shouldn't be want. allowed to do that then, right? They shouldn't, but they do it anyways. Yeah, I mean, it's their sprinklers that are going on 24-7. No, I think he's have. just cupping water underneath the sink. Yeah, is what that's I think. it. He wants to be healthy. <laughs> he's having carrots and tap water um, every single day. Oh, wow. my God. A lot of crystal light. Maybe. Yeah, it's a lot, a lot of, of crystal, crystal light. They're constantly mixing it. So the Ericsons are on the list. Oh, yeah, we're right there. Oh, we're right there. man. We're, we're water abusers. Dwayne Wade and Gabrielle Union, when they're f- when they're on their boat trip with Wade biting a butt cheek, good for him. You mean you they're know, not power washing? I don't property? think they're power. They're I don't think they're power wash. washing their yacht. I, I don't think so. <laughs> and they're using all their water. I take mine from the hose. Well, you not know even what? At the sink. Well, sodas. Dwayne Wade, Kim Kardashian, and Chloe. That's why those water bills are so high. <laughs> okay. And the and the Ericsons and the <laughs> and the Ericsons. All right, now how about Chris Russo this week? Oh, uh, always with his finger on the pulse. Uh, of all the topics <laughs> that like got him the most fired up, Kevin Durant happens, and I tell you, I'm so sick of Kevin Durant and the fact that he tried to. Cry his way out of Brooklyn, and it failed. So and I good. think I think it actually is some teams looking at this guy like, wow, this guy wanted out. Do I want to mortgage my entire future, give up the entire team for KD? And then you hear KD, he wants to fire his own head coach and GM and Sean Marks and Steve Nash. And then maybe another team's looking at that going, look at this guy, man. This guy's a snake in the grass. Maybe I don't want to make this deal. And it turns out nobody made the deal. And he went back to management. And he goes, hey, it's almost like when I go up to management and I go, hey, you know, I'd like a raise. And they go, no. And I go, all right, no problem. No big deal. Everything's cool. Everything's fine. I'm just going to walk out now, and everything's totally good. We're back to normal. <laughs> Maybe that's KD's approach, but Kevin Durant, who is the most sensitive baby in maybe the history of the NBA and sports. It's going to go back to the Brooklyn Nets. I, the Nets played this so well because we joked about it several episodes back. Yes. Spite. Just mm-hmm. do nothing for spite. Yeah. And it, and it actually it actually, actually happened. They kind of did. Yeah, it and happened. I thought the most brilliant move they did, if you remember way, way, way back when this first started, the T-Wolves, it leaked that they kind of poked around and wanted to see what the Nets would want. And the Nets started with Anthony Edwards and Carl Anthony Towns. Yeah, I mean, and maybe whole- <laughs> maybe five for five first round picks in yeah, addition. The whole team. That was the smartest play because you just said this is where we'll start. Yeah. And that just shut everybody else down. And by the way, he is 34, right? He's in his prime, yes, but not on the front side of the 18, right? He is on the back, the back oh, end of 18. Oh, yeah, absolutely. He really only has one fit. 
The Nets. That's it. Welcome home, Kevin. Now, I know it's KD. I, I get I it. Get it he's so they... good. But the guy does get 50 million bucks. He plays every now and then, and he literally bitches about everything. Everything. Maybe I don't want the drama. Maybe everything. I don't. They don't want to give up everybody for the only superstar in the NBA that couldn't even force his way out without messing it all up That's in great. KD. But, you know, you, you yo, we should celebrate because on Baptist morning after we said it, it would be wonderful. If this team goes, you know what? You're going to do it our way. You ain't going to get your way. You ain't going anywhere. And he's still here with the head coach he hates and the GM he hates. They never blink, but I'm supposed to think like the drama's over and kumbaya. Get the no. hell out of here. No, no. <laughs> this Nets team's not winning. I don't care how good they are on paper. No. They are not winning. This is this is the in real life, right? Let's say mm-hmm. you're married, right? Mm-hmm. Beth comes to you tomorrow. Mike, I want a divorce. Mike, yeah. I want a divorce. Is... For a straight month. Mike, I want a divorce. Right. Um, Mike, I want a divorce. And then one day she turns around and she goes, you know what? I'll stay. Are you now resuming your marriage as normal? Everything's good. Kumbaya. Right. Where everything's great again. No. No one's changed. No one's changed. You haven't changed. She hasn't changed. We're still the same. Yep. But all of a sudden now she wants to stay in this marriage. Yeah. So we never. How do you wor- feel about this? So we never worked on it. We never went to counseling. No, no therapy, we didn't talk to anybody. I refuse to change. She refused to change. They're like, all right, let's just get back. This is not some celebration. We're not having a honeymoon. Just, no. Those feelings remain. The old line about milk. The milk is sour. If you put it back in the refrigerator, it doesn't all of a sudden get better. <laughs> but it's colder. It's, it's colder. cold and it's sour. It's colder. It's cold and clumpy instead of warm and clumpy. Okay. Yeah. Now, look, if Beth comes back and then, you know, next thing you know, we're fooling around. We have some relations. I guess that's the Nets winning a championship. Well, then it is all good. There you go. But I need the relations and I need the championship. And I don't think I'm getting that. Nets under? Nets under, absolutely. There we go. Nets Boom. under. Book because it. every single year, you know what, I bet on the Nets. Since Duran has joined, I bet on them regular season champs. Once they had the playoff run, I bet on them to win it all. That was a mistake. So that's not good. <laughs> but Russo, of course, is more fired up over what? Paul O'Neill's retirement oh, yeah. ceremony oh, in the yeah. Bronx. The great warrior, my guy who won four championships with those Yankee teams in the late 90s and the early 2000s, who has this great retirement ceremony, which, by the way, can Derek Jeter show up? Where was Jeter? Where is Derek Jeter? This is the second big moment he's missed in Yankee lore. Do you remember the first? He got destroyed for this. He missed Bob Shepard's funeral. Didn't oh, go. Oh, yeah. Didn't go. Oh, the captain. The guy who, Number two. Used, who used the voice of Shepard his whole career. Number two. Oh, my Didn't God. Didn't show up that, at the funeral. Oh, my God, Jeter. And you know what? I'm sick. This documentary, I can't watch him. He's sitting there, there with A-Rod. He's so disinterested. A-Rod's way more likable than Jeter now. When is it does the seem that day. way. But, you know, A-Rod, well, A-Rod had J-Lo. That's another one. J-Lo and Ben Did Affleck. He? Where was A-Rod for that I wedding? Think she... But, like, we're asking about where Jeter was in this ceremony. Where was A-Rod during the Ben Affleck, J-Lo wedding? You know, Crying the... at home. Yeah, so he's still upset. Weren't the family? You're right. That's a great point. Weren't the kids all chummy chum? They're a family. Yeah. And then what happened? We were their daughters. A lot of people didn't show up for that wedding. I think people are thinking, like, why would I show up for the third time to see J-Lo get married? But, like, her best friend? Or the fourth. (laughs) Right. His second, her fourth, their second. I mean, who? Come on. (laughs) I See, I still show up. The friend that gets married, like, four times, I'm still showing up. Each time I pay a little less. You just give $50 less each time in the check. Of course, Ben Affleck and J-Lo, I'm sure, got increments of $300 (laughs) at a pop. All right, so A-Rod doesn't show up to the wedding. Jeter doesn't show up to the Paul O'Neill ceremony. Funeral. Or the funeral. And the Paul O'Neill ceremony with Mariano there and Bernie Williams and all these great Yankees and Andy Pettit. No Jeter, but Paul O'Neill obviously was there. He retires his number, number 21. 
And that's no. where Mad Dog Chris Russo gets fired up. Number talk. God forbid you retire a number. <laughs> Let's hear it, courtesy of Mad Dog Unleashed. Hey, you're telling me that they they retired Jorge Posada's number? How would they one. retire Posada? <laughs> five years ago. I mean, my God, where that's ridiculous. You? I mean, how in the world did uh, Jorge Posada? What are they, drunk? I mean, my God. That's <laughs> oh, a joke. O'Neal's a joke. Oh, my God. Mattingly, I understand. L.A. Howard, I understand. Uh, Andy Pettit's a joke. Bernie's Oof. a joke. There's about five guys on there who are a joke. Bernie should not have his number retired. Reggie, he left today. Kicked him the hell out of here because he was dropping fly balls on the outfield. Reggie. Reggie shouldn't have. Uh, he Reggie. got Reggie and Morgan having their numbers retired. And Reggie and Morgan. Reggie's the reason Morgan got fired. How the hell can you have Reggie? Who cares? One, of, one or the other. Take your pick. They hated oh. each other, despised each other. So Reggie, no 44. Roger Maris. I mean, uh, listen, Roger's <laughs> a, had a heck of two great years, Rocky. but geez, Roger Maris is retired. Oh, I, I love Roger, but my God, that's the that's new story. Doesn't sound like I got to be fair. I got to be fair. Hey, Yankees overdo it. How is Posada's a nice kid, and he's a good player, but Posada nice is kid. Jorge nice Posada? He's 50. And how about Pettit? <laughs> they give him an injection of steroids before they gave him the freaking number retired? <laughs> I, have to, I have to say one thing. Goofy. We, we, I'm getting goofy. You know what we learned here? And he loved Maris. He loves the movie 61. He's defended Maris, the real home run, all that stuff. It's one of those deals. If you stick around long enough in Mad Dog's life, he will turn on you. He has yeah. now turned yeah. on Roger Maris. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't Roger. think I would see the day. Oh, my God. He hit number 61 for the Yankees. He turned on him. For that alone, becoming the home run king. He doesn't deserve a number retired just for that under one the, season. And, and under the circumstances, he's he's chronicled it. The hair falling out, the hatred, all the things they did. He's turned on him. Yeah, he after all the stress. on Roger Maris. And Mr. October doesn't get in? He's got a name. Wow. Uh, what do you mean, well? He won that World Series. He's Mr. October. He's Reggie Jackson. Let's see. Got to be fair. Monument Park, Ruth, DiMaggio, Gehrig. Everyone else, the Monument Park. Kick him out of the Monument Park. <laughs> that's, you know, I hate to go to, like, the marketing strategy, but imagine that, like, the Yankees are like, that's it. Like, then you have no days they to sell taking them down. <laughs> just like, all right, let's go. Right, we heard dog. You know, he's very upset about Andy Pettit. <laughs> Derek Jeter should not be in. <laughs> what has he done? What? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> wow. All right. We got a lot more to get to right here on Patrick's Morning After as we're going to talk about <laughs> Brady. Hmm. Reality show or not? Mm. Catfish. And beach life. That's all coming up next right here on Babchick's Morning After. Welcome back to the show starring a man with less pride than anyone I know. And I know people. Mike Babchick's Morning After. Take it away, Babchick. Ah, yes. Welcome back to Mike Babchick's Morning After. Uh, right here on Mad Dog Sports Radio Series XM Channel 82. As a recap, the week that was with my friends, Eddie Erickson, the producer of a Mad Dog Unleashed Forever. And then there's Brittany Smith, producer of Morning Men and Babchick's Morning After for now. And I think she's happy about that. Now, don't forget to download, subscribe, and follow Babchick's Morning After anywhere you get your podcasts. And I do mean anywhere. Uh, even when you're wearing a flesh-colored thong at a water park? <laughs> yes. There was a great uh, story this week, a viral video of a uh, beautiful I mom. that term, by the way. Well, it was viral. Like, What are we supposed to say? A video that a lot a of popular, people watched. I'll say a popular video. A popular video. I hate these, you know, I hate these little snazzy terms. I hate them. Oh, there's so many terms that you, that you can't say. And we'll get to that. We'll get to yeah, some of these snazzy them. terms. I, I didn't realize viral anyway, is on the list, but there was a woman with popular. a thong bikini all the way up. 
right up the cheeks that she's walking around, maybe with kids, maybe not, at a water park. I recently went to a water park with my son. I didn't see anybody having a thong. Actually, you know what? That's not true. I think I took a couple pictures, Eddie, of well, um, was, a nice was thong. A, well, it, was, it wasn't It was quite a thong, but it wasn't quite a full coverage. It was kind of just resting, which seems to be the new... It's like a hybrid. Yeah, thong, exactly. Right? Yeah. I'll call it the hybrid. Yeah, and I like this. It wasn't like dental floss. I mean, this one no, was dental no, floss. No, no. Yeah, and, this was dental floss. And that's exactly what I'm looking for. And it's amazing how many like guys were behind this woman in this video just waiting in the wave pool just in case something falls out of place. Well, what's but- going to fall out of place? There's nothing to fall out of place. I mean, you're already- Well, the top. I didn't have a problem with it. I just thought- I heard Brittany say it earlier on Morning Men mm. on, on Tuesday. Yeah. The practicality of it in a water park is more to be my issue. It's well, not exactly. a practical bathing suit for a water park. But when you're going down those slides, it actually is because there's nothing- to unwedge. Yeah, so maybe, maybe it is maybe practical. Maybe the wedgie just gets deeper as she goes. Maybe it is practical. <laughs> After a, on second thought, maybe it is practical. Those thongs can't be comfortable. Right? I mean, how are they even comfortable? Especially you not wear a water them. Park. What do you think? I say they're not comfortable. They're not comfortable. Brittany, they're not comfortable. You just kind of get used to the uncomfortability. Is that a word? Well, here yeah, it's a word. Uncomfortability. Here it's a word. But, you know, I was at a water park where I, I, I showed up with my sneakers on, and I was like, oh, boy, this isn't going to work out. Sneakers. And then I was, sneakers to Well, I water? forgot my sandals. So as soon as I walked into the water park oh. with my son, I actually saw some sandals sitting by an area, and I told my son, I was like, you know what? Let's watch these for like 10 minutes. So we watched it for 10 minutes, and I was like, that's it. That's lost and found. I've declared it. Nobody's I coming hate, back for I it. Ha- I hated that story And my so son, much. And I even sent my son I to grab it. it. And then on the way out, I'm like, should I leave him? At that point, it's like you don't have a return to the scene of a crime. So you, you just have to keep walking. So, yes, sandals, no good. Thongs, good. That's what we learned. <laughs> That's what we learned. But what a water park that was. And what a week it was in sports with uh, Thomas Brady. Uh, boy, this Tom Brady guy. It's amazing. It turns out now maybe he just took a vacation from training camp from the preseason to go to the Bahamas to spend time with his family. Not sure if there's something wrong with his wife. Like, I'm the type of guy... My marriage, and Evan Cohen brought this up, like, you know, I always think of, like, the worst in, in, in people and in couples in marriage. If you're going on vacation in, like, the busy season, I just assume the marriage is crumbling and it needs to be fixed. And so, like, I'm going to Ocean City, Maryland next week for five days. Why? My marriage is crumbling and I'm trying to fix it. That's just where I'm at in life. But here's Tom Brady who just walks away for a little while to go maybe on a Bahamas vacation or maybe be a reality TV star and the mass singer because he signed up with Fox where he should dress as... The cheetah. See what I did there? The cheetah. Yeah, nobody really loved that line, but I kept using it over and over again all week long, right, Brent? Every time I said it, it was, it was like, not why? It was not, but I kept going with it. I kept going with it. But here's my question for you, Eddie. Is Tom Brady, is he telling us something about this season that he's actually not that committed to winning? Because this is Tom Brady, and I get it. He could get away with it because he's got all the Super Bowl rings, but isn't it. this the it. guy who lives football, eats football, breathes football? What happened to Tom Brady? And he puts a premium on practice. That's yes. the other thing. That's what the startling two things. Number one, the premium he puts on practice, so much so that, you know, a couple of years back during COVID, remember he was out on a field with everyone in a high school, <laughs> no yeah. masks, yeah. running yep. practice. And the fact that his offensive line is not really intact, you maybe want to get a feel for what you're going to have going into the season. Yeah. So I, I actually think now that, you know, looking back, what Belichick did was he, he kept Tom under his thumb because he needed to. Oh. That Tom Brady left to his own devices has become unhinged. Yeah. Wow. And maybe Tom Brady really doesn't become Tom Brady without the guidance of one Bill Belichick. Because oh. we always debated that, right, for years. Who needed who more? I'm actually going to go back to now really Tom needed Bill just to keep him in check because this guy has been unhinged since he got 
you know, away from him. Starting with the Howard Stern interview, <laughs> then he, then he's, you know, then he's practicing no masks on a field uh, yeah, against NFL practice. policy. Then he's stumbling off a boat. Yeah, drunk as a drunk, skunk. throwing the Never trophy. Never saw that before. No respect. He botches his big retirement. He has a documentary where he French kisses his 14-year-old son. It happened. Google it. He tweets shots in his underwear. So inappropriate for the children. Next thing you know, he's going to be eating regular salt, not the pink Himalayan. Oh, my goodness. This guy's gone unhinged, taken off in the middle of training camp for a vacation. What's happening? You know what? That's it. Left to his own devices. He wins a Super Bowl without Bill, but disregard that. He's a wild man. Bill Belichick kept him in the cage for a reason, and here he is. He's just doing his own thing. And you know what? Football, not top of mind. Not top of mind. Not a priority. Not at all. That's why Tampa Bay, under. It's another under. Oh, that's an under. Oh, for the season. And, uh, can, another- you, can you parlay Nets? Camp? Can they, do <laughs> they let do you do season total? I might, I might try it. I don't think I can, but I might Damn. try it. We'll I- see how it goes. But Tom Brady, I mean, next thing you know, he's eating full fat ice cream. Look oh, out. Yeah. Look out. Ben and Jerry's. Look out for Thomas Brady <laughs> as he's coming. The other story with Tom Brady was this Thomas. thing with the, with the Raiders, how three years ago, it looks like, according to Dana White, when did Dana White from the UFC become the power broker he's in the NFL? Broker. He's the Brady agent. He's the Gronk agent. Apparently, there was a deal on the table, Brady and Gronk, to go to the Las Vegas Raiders a couple years ago. And Steve Torrey talked about that. Oh. On Mad Dog Daily, speaking about Brady and his appearance in the barbershop when he, you know, he said that famous thing. Here's Torrey with more. Now you know, I mean, if this all fits the puzzle, right? It sounds like Derek Carr is that (laughs) mother effort that he's referring to. That that John Gruden stuck with instead of, you know, scooping in Tom Brady and Gronk. I mean, it all does make sense, doesn't it? I mean, from that perspective. And and obviously, and I think it does. And I I was listening to Evan Cohn, Mike Patrick, and Willie Colon on on The Morning Men this morning. And they brought this up. Were you? to be absolutely right. Wow. John Gruden had this reputation of being that brilliant quarterback guru. Oh, there's Steve Torrey, Mad Dog. And I don't oh. think having Tom Brady with him in Vegas was something that he wanted any part of. I think he was threatened by it. Get him a drink. Right? Yep. It, You're right. Th- this whole thing has to do with ego, if it's true. And I, I believe it is. I do. Yeah. I know there's been some other people out there. Uh, Ian Rappaport of the NFL Network was on with Pat McAfee today. He refuted Names. the story. But I, I think it makes sense. Oh, there's Steve Torrey. It kind of aligns oh, with what everyone kind of wanted at the time. All right, there's right? Steve Torrey. Okay, there's Steve okay. Torrey, Mad Dog okay. Daily. Uh, with the big recap there is, you know, boy, he he said it right there. Mother effer. Oh, I wanted Steve to go full-blown. He I thought, didn't he, want it. I thought he was headed there. But he how paused. about that? He listens to Morning Men and McAfee. So and this McAfee. guy is listening to the channel all, all day long. All day long. You know, I'm, in I'll between you, Zooms. You know what? I would love to have a... Uh, a Bahamas vacation. I mean, my vacation's ruined. I got 12 Zooms. And you think Tom Brady's doing a Zoom? How about Tory? If he actually came out, I was like, yeah, you know, I can't do uh, Mad Dog Daily on Thursday. I'm on The Masked Singer. <laughs> I'm singing now. Um, I... Can I be part of that? <laughs> Can I watch that conversation between him, Cohen, and Spitz? And he has to try to explain the show. He's like, guys, uh, I'm on a reality show now where... I, I'm not sure if I can see. I'm not even sure how they can hear me. I think I have a microphone in there, but they put a, they're putting a mask over my head. I'm a donkey. Um, they're going to put it over, and uh, I'm going to try to sing as best I can. I wonder if they have the imaging for me on the show, uh, but I'll be singing Shallow Image. on The mass Singer. Cool I'm reader. on the deep end. Watch if you... Oh, boy. Uh, this sucks. Uh, can I go? Uh, you know, on Morning Men this week, we had a fascinating uh, story about my son who's growing up. He's 11 years old. Listen to Joey Babs as, yet again, life lessons from a dad to a kid. I'm sick of teaching things to kids. All right, let them learn on their own. <laughs> 
God. What's YouTube for? What's you're teaching? Teaching? <laughs> what teaching do you do out of curiosity? You are the king of that. Ah, they'll figure it out. That that's, yeah. that should be your motto. Yeah, not a healthy approach. Eh, they'll figure it out. That is the right approach because you know what you learn? The kids, without me doing a damn thing, can still figure out how to talk, how to walk, and they go to school and they do their job. Of course they're going to figure out how to walk and talk and do all that stuff. That's science. That's like I didn't teach them how to talk. How did they learn? Television. No, having conversations with other people who can talk. Wrong. TV. Your what? kids, early on, they pick up all the words from what? YouTube. I really no, they don't. don't. Do I actually talk to my kids. Sometimes I feel like they're helping me more than I'm helping them. We say words. We enunciate. We try no. to use pronouns and adjectives. No. My son yesterday, he's 11. He did come up to me and he's like, a girl from school sent me a, a message on Snapchat. I was like, let me see this. This oh, is God. pretty good. And it said, you're hot. And I was like, wow. And so that's the first time a Babchick ever got a message like that, so this is special. And then he's like, what should I write back? I said, write back, are you real? Like, we're going, we just watched Manti Teo and Untold right. you know, in this story. So I was like, make sure she's real. There's no catfish or anything. And then ask if she's blind. You know, get through those questions. <laughs> oh and then he's like, no, she's real. And I was like, well, then you got to write back, you're hot, too. And so he refused. He's like, no, nah, I'm just going to write sup. And I still feel good about it. An hour later, he comes up to me and he goes, uh, Jason just texted me. The same girl sent him a message that said, you're hot. And I was like, oh, man. All right. Well, it's okay. Just putting it out to Jason. anyone. Big, <laughs> deal. Big deal. Two hours later, he comes up to me and goes, yeah, Mikey got the same message. And I found oh, out no. about six other people. Apparently, this girl sent it to every single kid in the oh. entire school, entire grade. You're hot. So is Joe still hot or well, is he not? you're the dad. What should the dad do in this All moment? right. I said, you're hot, man. It's about you. She wrote to you first. And you need to write back because this is a girl you want to be friends with because she wants to be popular. And so why not? She wants to be popular and she's putting out a why net. And so let her get you. Little fish, why net? Go crazy. I said, mommy was once back in the day in Albany wanted to be popular. Really why net? <laughs> The whitest net you'll ever see. And she caught a lot of fish. So this is a girl you should stay friends with. So go crazy. Based on your logic, I just want to point one thing out. Prior to televisions, the world was mute. Yes. <laughs> Prior to TV, I'm not sure how they learned anything. Right. F it's I, mean, I just want to be clear. Like, So right. whenever TVs first came into the world, that was the first time any human anywhere spoke. There was at least 300 years of silence. It was just noises. It took a long time to figure it out. Until they... That's how they learned. They learned off TV. I never heard... I had never heard of private parts referred to as a wide net before, but I'm gonna that's my new nickname for my wife. <laughs> wide net. Hey, wide net, come here. Well, you know, when you when you are at the lake, you know, Eddie, you just spent you know a week that was at great. the lake. Wide net. You spent a week at the lake, you did a lot of floating and everything, you had a great time. But you see people fishing, they throw a wide net. What do you catch? You catch a fish. Catch and so that's lot. that's what my wife did. She caught a lot of fish. Wow. <laughs> There was a reason why she was always popular. There's nothing wrong with that. Now, you know, Shine, Adam Shine, Shine on Sports, he wasn't at the lake. He was at the beach. And he talked about beach life on Shine on Sports weekdays, 9 a.m. Eastern time. I got to get back to the Peloton after spending a week in Rehoboth Beach. I mean, you know, playing skee ball with the kids, you know, the fun land. I love whack-a-mole. I'm obsessed with whack-a-mole. Theo won a basketball. <laughs> no one's obsessed with whack-a-mole. All right. It now I'm calling bullshit on this. That's it. What? Wait a minute. Oh, my God. You had me to whack-a-mole. <laughs>
Come ice, on, shine. Hey, man, ice cream, fries, fine. You know, people Even are... skee ball, fine. Be obsessed with it. No, no, he's not. No one's obsessed he's with whack a mole. He's eight hours a day just constantly playing. Just come on. Oh, God. I got to hit the whack a mole. Oh, my God. Adam Shine, really. That's like, it. When you think of an obsession, you think of somebody who's like a crazy person who's stalking someone. They're showing up all the time. The obsession with football, right? You got to watch it all the time. Whack a mole, he just goes to the arcade, stares at. I got to get on the machine. <laughs> I am obsessed with whack a mole. What? That is absurd. Shine, really? You're obsessed with whack-a-mole? Then why don't you invite me and the family to play a nice game of whack-a-mole? What do you think of my family anyway, Adam Shine? Bag it losers. Oh. You're all a bunch of frauds, oh. and you all make me sick. Wow. Bag it, everyone. Huh? You clown baggots losers. <laughs> I'm obsessed with pinball. I'm a wizard. I can't get enough of laser tag. I'm obsessed with chasing Pac-Man and the ghosts. I'm obsessed with the dart game. You know, they have all those balloons. I just can't get enough. I keep throwing at it. It never works. What about when you fill up the uh, clown's mouth? That's exactly like that what one? I was thinking of. You like that the one? Water the water gun, gun game. Obsessed. In my home, I bring a water gun and I just start squirting my family. He's obsessed with DDR. He's just one of those people who's just sweating while he's dancing dancing at the arcade. Oh, yeah, yeah, those little stupid games. Ring toss. I'm obsessed with ring toss. I can't get enough. You know that game where they set up the bottles and I throw the <laughs> ring? I'm obsessed with it. Hey, Shine, what are you doing this week? I can't talk. I'm going to find a whack-a-mole. Leave me alone. I'm obsessed. Oh, bang it, loser. The other great thing about this summer is having a barbecue. And this week on Morning Man with Evan Cohen, Mike Babchick, and Willie Cologne, we had on Dr. Lou, the former New York Jets doctor who worked with Willie Cologne, who somehow ended up at my house for a barbecue. First of all, I didn't know that it was just going to be Babs and a couple of his buddies. I thought I was going to get to meet Chris Russo. Oh. I thought maybe <laughs> Willie would be there. I thought Evan would oh, be there. Yeah. I thought this was going to be a whole spread and a uh, great day to meet people. And But then I didn't hear from Babs all week. And Saturday morning, he texted me, you still want to come to a party? And I said, okay. <laughs> yeah. And he said, 3 o'clock, could you bring some steaks? Oh, God. Of Jesus, course. Yeah, of Are course. you serious? Of course. And then I said, Babs, what else could I bring? What do you like to drink? And he went through his list. Tito's vodka. My wife likes Pinot Grigio Rosé. I know you have a son. Does he need anything? Can I bring him some cleats? Can I bring some? It's almost school season. Do you want me to stop and get you something at Staples? And so look, it's 3.15. I'm driving down. I get a text. Can you bring cigars? Babs. And I just right back. Nope. Walking in, as soon as you go through the gate, the first thing you're hit with is a strong odor of bleach. When I have guests coming over, I put extra chlorine in the pool. I got to really see the insides of uh, Mike Babchek. I left there feeling better about myself. Mm, Let's just put it, it that way. Dr. Lou got home. He immediately texted me and goes, I had to take a shower right away. Something was happening to his foot. There was some sort of feeling down there. You know, maybe <laughs> there was itchiness. There was scratchiness. But Dr. Lou did a great job because he brought steaks. Now tell these guys who always doubt me, am I a chef or am I a chef? He did cook the steaks very well. My only concern, his barbecue is leaning up against his house, and his house is wood shingles. <laughs> so, I don't have the biggest backyard, so I try to no, maximize my he likes to lean on the house as he grills. He's so lazy he can't stand up when he's grilling is what you're saying, Dad. Dr. Lou. No, yeah. What is wrong with you? You can't barbecue it like you're waiting for a cab. What are you talking about? you got to be moving. Really? That's exactly the look. How much did it cost you to be a guest at Babchick's house? For myself, not a big spend. 
Nothing that I wouldn't do for a dear friend. Couple hundred, <laughs> hundred. Couple hundred. Now I know next time when I come, I'm going to bring, you know, Mike, they do make plastic utensils that you can put out. <laughs> No, listen. You didn't you, have you didn't have picnic wear. You didn't have plastic. No, like, I cut all the steak and I cut it bite size, and then you walk over and then you you take a bite. You hold let up, your steak hold rest. Up. You didn't have hold utensils. Up. I don't. You do didn't have utensils. utensils or paper plates for your people to eat. I don't do you utensils. Well, I don't do it like that. I do red solo cups. Never and definitely. And I do finger food, and I cut up all the steak. I feed you, and that's what I did to the great Doctor Lou, who's now told me my house is a legit health hazard. And he's a doctor. <laughs> we got a lot more to get to right here on Baptrix Morning After is we're going to talk about hot dog straws, snazzy sayings, and checks. That's all coming up next right here on Mike Babchick's Morning After. Welcome back to Mike Babchick's Morning After. You think your hangover's bad now? <laughs> it's about to get a whole lot worse. Here's Mike Babchick. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, so welcome back to Mike Baptist's Morning After right here on Mad Dog Sports Radio, Sirius XM. A Channel 82 is a recap the week that was uh, with my friends, Eddie Erickson, the producer of uh, Mad Dog Unleashed uh, Forever. And then there's uh, Brittany Smith, the producer of Morning Man and Baptist's Morning After, her debut show for now. Now, don't forget to download, subscribe, and follow Baptist's Morning After anywhere you get your podcast. And I do mean anywhere. Even at Yankee Stadium? During the uh, Subway Series? Anywhere? <laughs> Anywhere? Anywhere. The Yankees beat the Mets in the Subway Series uh, this week. And uh, the big moment was when a fan was caught drinking a beer through a hot dog straw. He had a hot dog. He took it out of his little compartment. He took a straw that I think he brought from home because where are you getting a straw strong enough yeah. to stick through the hot dog? If it's a plastic one or paper now, you're Especially not getting through. Yeah. Something's up there. So he brings the straw. He sticks it through the hot dog. He sucks out the inside. Then Ugh. he puts his hot dog without the bun in his beer, and he drinks it. That's and he disgusting. sucks up the beer with a hot dog straw, and a fan just happened to be filming him. Number one, mm. wasn't this fake? Yes, mm. that's my. That was my instant. Oh, instant. Absolutely, this thing Just is so. Happened to be filming him. So rehearsed, because the guy films him like right from the start of the process, and it's not like he had his second hot dog through a beer. This was one and done. He brought the straw. There was no bun. It was just sounds like Babcheck from the basement. (laughs) Where was Evan Neal? Where was Evan Neal? Oh, the great videos back in the day. My kids just happened to run in on me naked. My kids just happened to hit me over the head with a sign. Billy just happened to have a mustache and goggles on. What is that? I don't know how it got there. I mean, what is happening? But yes, there you are with the guy. But I mean, the other big one was also, I think, about a foot-long hot dog. As um, the Oakland A's, I think, had foot-long hot dog day at the ballpark. Uh, listen to this. Courtesy of Morning Man with Evan Cohen, Mike Babchick, and Willie Colon. There was an A's fan sitting in the last row and quite possibly the worst seat in that dump of a ballpark. <laughs> All the way up. When you zoom in and the camera showed him and you zoom in a little bit, that's an A's fan getting a BJ Surhoff. <laughs> that's right. He's sitting there with his lady and he's getting it. In the last row. The last thing anyone thought would get you horny would be A's baseball, but apparently not. A's baseball turns on. It's a people. bucket it's a bucket list thing. Like some guys get blowjobs in uh, baseball stadiums, another guy gets a blowjob in a dead end right around the corner from his house. Right? So it's like <laughs> Oh wait a minute. What do you mean? Who's that? Who would do that? Right. Who would do a parking lot? I would do it in at a baseball. Who did such stadium, a thing? Okay? Right. I, That's I too classy that. for you. Well the Yankees, you actually have fans that go. So it's like you gotta you gotta pick the right park because you pick a park that's packed. No, that's the move. Good luck actually, to do it in the packed stadium. 
Right. Well, that I'm saying. Now that is that's maybe you're getting arrested. But, but Babs, like mm. we all know, if you go into a, like a half like half empty movie theater and you see two people in the last row of the movie theater, yeah, you know they ain't watching you know the movie. Cool. That's why I brought a blanket into the when I took Erica Stravada, not the not the guy from Chips, everybody, but a girl named Erica. <laughs> Erica um, that's why I brought a blanket when we went to see Titanic. I mean, let me tell you, I was the king of the world. Oh! That day, it was she great. Wanted, she wondered why there was a pontoon and not the Titanic in there. <laughs> yes. I, mean, I don't know what a pontoon is. As you can see from that reaction, now, now eventually, it's you lame, know. It's a lame lake boat. <laughs> That's what it it's is. a small one, right? <laughs> it's not small, but it's just a lame boat. <laughs> yeah, Willie knew. Willie was yeah. pretty good. He knew yeah. that. He understood exactly where everyone was going. Too. That's a, that's that's a, that you see them up at the lake. <laughs> I didn't get the pontoon joke. Like, what was the joke supposed to be? Well, the Titanic would mean I have a big one down there, and instead, under the blanket, I had a small one, very small. I, I learned this week. I really don't know what a canoe is because I always thought a canoe was a two-person <laughs> deal. I didn't realize you can get more than two people on a canoe. I thought that was a rowboat, and I didn't know <laughs> well, what a, a pontoon minute. is. Wait a minute, a canoe really is a two-person deal. Maybe a three, but it, you don't want to okay. put more than that in it. To me, that's a Boat. That's just that's a, a boat. boat. What are you I mean, talking that, about? That, see, that's a rowboat. When you do see the like the old pictures of like Washington crossing the Delaware, yeah. that looks like a canoe almost, but they are packed with people. So yeah. maybe maybe it, these are larger canoes. If you could stand in it, it's a boat. It's a boat. And yeah, that was date night at the A's Park. You know, who hasn't hooked up in like a public spot, right? Like Willie just said, maybe you can get it on a dead end street. That was after big date night where I got a couple free limoncello shots because I had an air conditioner dripping right into my head, which was pretty good. You know, if you go under there a condensation area and a bad table, you know jackpot with at least the Babchicks. Me and my wife were like, all right, we can we can work this. And um, she had enough of them where, yes, you have a dead-end street. See, that's fun. I didn't realize Oakland A's baseball turns people on. You know what that is? Illegal. And that's why you probably <laughs> just shouldn't do it. But as they say, how could you not be romantic about A's baseball? As some A's fans in the next game were holding signs that said, don't blow the lead and keep your head in the game. Clever. You know, on Morning Men this week, we did talk about Kevin Durant, and now all of a sudden he's okay with the Brooklyn Nets, which is just amazing. And Tom Brady's finally back at practice. And we talked about the Yankees dismantling the Mets and crushing all their hopes and dreams. But you know, on Morning Men with Evan Cohen, Mike Babchick, and Willie Cologne, we also talked about checks. Listen to this. That bad of a thing to bring a ch like a physical check in a wedding card in an envelope to a wedding now? The only time I, I write the check is for the wedding, but I always forget how to write it. Like, I don't know what's going on. I put the line through the, after the number, and then I'm writing XOXOXO, and then I'm like, I, I just told you. the person yeah. I love him. So I, I have no idea how to really write Major a check I anyway. Still I still write checks all the time. I guess oh, I'm God. just so outdated. You are old. You write a check at a wedding. Yeah, you go to a wedding with a check blank. Based on the cocktail hour and how many yeah. drinks you get and the food, you decide, all right, you I'm going to write that. this That's amount of cash smart. or that amount of yeah. cash. So you See? wait. When you go to court, and I go to court all the time. I got another court date in a month. You bring a check, all right, or a money order. So you have to deal with that. When you're in the justice system, they don't take Venmo <laughs> yet. Other than that, you got to go Venmo. Otherwise, you are 100. Of all of the things that would make me the old soul, I didn't think a check at a wedding would be that thing. It's what makes you thing. old if you hand over, like, if you gift them, a, like, a toaster? Like, what are you doing? You know, all my dad gives is toasters and blenders. I mean, for everything. <laughs> That's his thing. He goes, I don't care. And I'm like, Dad, I don't think they want that stuff. He's like, I don't care. You know, if you're, you're getting engaged or there's a wedding, you're getting a toaster or a blender. That's what you get. Nobody wants that anymore. People want cash, and they want it right to their phone. You could get rid of the check and go to a wedding and do Venmo, and they'll be happy. 
but put an emoji. Put like an eggplant emoji or something. Make it fun. Uh, I once wrote a check in a massage parlor. And so think about that. <laughs> yep, Did you really? Yes. Now, you, they had a different corporation name, so it's like, you know, but if anybody ever looked at it, I bought lawn furniture or something. But, yeah, I used to write checks all the time. I wrote a check oh to my, my bookie God. before. Yeah, oh, boy. Again, weddings, you can write a check. The justice system, when you're arrested, you can write a check. And massage parlors, that's it. The wedding thing. See, Brittany, you think I'm onto something. You go to a wedding, you keep it blank, and you fill it in after you're done. That's I, brilliant. Yeah, yeah, that is brilliant. I've never thought about doing that. But if the wedding's trash, you're just like, mm, deducting $50. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> so smart. It's so smart. It's I think now you should you should just make it easier. And I, I would I would have thought this might be tacky, but most people show up at a wedding with money anyway. I, I never showed up at any wedding with an actual gift. Just yeah. on the invitation, put your Venmo. Seriously. Yep. And then it, it, wouldn't that be better? Or hand people... it out on your place card. Have it on the place they card. They have it on their wedding websites now where you could just There you go. On the registry just donate whatever money. I like that. That's smart. I would rather do that. And if you're at the wedding and you got Venmo, you could look at your phone the entire time. You could actually see what people are giving you in real time and then guilt them for more. Okay. Maybe that wasn't as good of an idea as my last one. Fair. I always give cash. I don't even check. I'm with you. I I don't even know how to write it. I'm embarrassed to say I I used to keep a sample check with me. So I could. So you could fill look it at it. Up. Yeah, so I could fill it. Up. <laughs> and he would trace it. He would yeah, trace it. Yeah. I've I would, written checks I would, before and I still mess it up. And the notes, it's like you got to write the notes. Which, by the way, you go to a massage parlor, don't write for you know happy ending. Don't do that. Um, <laughs> don't put that in. Don't the note. put that in writing. But the you, memo section. You do have to be very careful. And like the signature is tough. I can never do my signature oh, as well. Oh, that was a hot take on the on checks and weddings. <laughs> and things. Yeah, thanks, man. It was sizzling. Yeah. <laughs> sizzling on I, fire. I thought you hated hot takes oh, as I a saying. It. What I is Eddie it. Erickson's latest it. list of snazzy sayings that you can't stand? Hot take. Yep. Dumpster fire used to drive me crazy. Oh yeah. Yeah, the dumpster. No fire. worries really annoys me. No worries is no such a common uh, phrase. I use no worries a lot. And eh, no worries. It. Now, why is that? Because, like, it. obviously, there's no worries. I don't know why. It's dismissive of it. your feelings. You're yeah, like, I have a I lot to worry about right now. Yeah, exactly right. I when they write, because it. it's always when they write back something like, "Sorry," I'm like, "No worries," but they're they're upset. So Humble maybe I should. Humble brag used to bother me. Humble brag. <laughs> oh, well, the radio ones are great. It's like you know your prediction balls out. Lock it in. <laughs> what about it is what it is. That doesn't bother me because it. It is. It just, it says just it is what it is. It says everything. Yet it says nothing. What about in my opinion? Like, don't I know it's your opinion? You just I like said that. it. Old school. You like my that? Opinion. Okay. Because I'm like, who let else me, could be? Or let me say. Let me say. Well, who well, else say is saying it? Who's saying it? Say it, Steve. <laughs> Wait, what? Uh, let me just tell you. In my opinion, well, who else's opinion would it be? It's coming out of your mouth. Well, it is what it is. What is? My show's a dumpster fire. It a can dumpster happen. Dumpster fire of hot takes and humble brags. The biggest one that pissed me off the most is money won't make you happy. You know what? Try me. Bullshit. Try me. Try me. Try me. Give me. The... I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be sitting here right now if I had more. <laughs> Trust me. Well, Trust you know me. what? You know what? There's plenty of people who struggle with money, which leads us to a story that oh. I told on Morning Man with Emma Cohen, Mike Babchik, and Willie Cologne. And then I dated a girl for a little while who had uh, the food stamps, and I would use those food stamps, you know, like the weekly card, because she was an easy, she was on a diet and she needed to be, and I would use that to get like a chicken sandwich and French fries, and then, and then you'd leave the school and you go get a hot dog and smoke some weed. He stole food stamps from someone who needed them. I was dating her. I used her food stamp card. 
<laughs> like I said, she did not need a fried chicken sandwich. Cool. You've been you picking pockets since birth. I was. I dating a fat chick just it, to get her really chicken sandwich. It really honestly. You know, you, you haven't changed since high school, so it, it yeah. I think they had the original best chicken sandwich in Rochelle High School. They don't get the love. You know, now, you know, McDonald's and Popeye's and everybody who's in the chicken sandwich awards, Chick-fil-A. <laughs> no, Rochelle High School had the best. And if you had a food really stamp good. card, you didn't have yeah. to pay for it. Chicken it was awesome. <laughs> I think you made my day with the line. I was dating this fat chick for chicken sandwich. It's like I, <laughs> the best I, line I honed ever. in on her. I honed in on that. Uh, she was a good girl, but she did, she did not need to eat trans fats. <laughs> Woo! You know, she wasn't well off, but I used her stamps every single day. I got her card every day, oh, every day. And that's why I stayed with her longer. And everybody thought she was hideous. And like, you got to get away from her. I was like, I can't. I'm addicted to these chicken sandwiches. <laughs> I love them. I think that at some point in life, like, this They're is all so going to come good. back to you. No, I don't really no. believe in all that stuff. I also, did. deep yeah, down, I'm a great person. I gave this girl attention when no one else would. That's one way of thinking about it. It was a trade-off. Is Joey, your son still in the room when you're saying all this? Yeah, he's sitting right next to me. He's been here most of the program. And son, <laughs> every girl is worth love. Give him some loving. Lower your standards now. And if a girl can offer you a chicken sandwich every day, then you date her for a year. There you go. Life lessons. Write it down. <laughs> write it. Yeah, write that down. What is he going to write down? Date Date a big girl for chicken sandwiches. Yeah, Joey wrote that down. Those were great chicken sandwiches. Were they legit like crispy chicken sandwiches or were they like the old the old No, they were like spongy. Yeah, a little like spongy. The like the McChicken on... kind of like technique. Okay. Now everybody... A good mushy chicken sandwich. Yes, yes. <laughs> so good. Now everybody wants to go to this crispy deal, which is also tasty, but mushy isn't that bad. Steve Torrey, who loves a nice chicken sandwich. Were you pleased with our performance today? I'm not even sure I know. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Very Ooh. interesting. So that's, uh, wow. we, we made it. Uh, yeah, woohoo! This is Steve Torrey coming at you here on Mad Dog Sports Radio. Ah, uh, yes, another episode uh, of Babchick's Morning After in the books for Eddie Erickson and Brittany Smith. And thanks to the Toilet Bowl Club, the TBC, they listen on the bowl. Nice foul is their leader, and he tells me that Falex in New Orleans and Jordan from New Orleans with their first flushes of the week. And maybe ever. Don't forget to download, subscribe, and follow Babchick's Morning After anywhere you get your podcasts. And I want five stars, and I do mean anywhere until next time it's time to get my weekend on this was mike babchick's morning after now time to put your head down and start the walk of shame talk to you next time if there is next time babchick's morning after is part of the sirius xm sports podcast network if you enjoyed this episode and you want to hear more which of course you do please give a five-star rating leave a review five stars let's go Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcasts. If you can't get enough of me, tune in to Morning Men. Weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern on Sirius XM's Mad Dog Sports Radio Channel 82 or listen anytime on the SXM app.